You're listening to the Gay F Comedy Podcast, your queer comedy fix with Robert Watson and Dylan Mahaney. On today's program, we debate who's the bigger gay icon, Cher or Mariah. And we play a rousing game of gay or nay that puts Rob to the test. But first, today's stupid headlines. I'm the music person. Oh, God, this is wonderful. Okay, so a pond in Hawaii has mysteriously turned pink, creating concerns for local farmers. Just the local farmers? Well, <laughs> I would assume marine biologists are there testing it. Well, it is Hawaii. They, they have a lot of marine biologists there. But what, so it's what color pink? Have you actually seen pictures? I have seen pictures. It's like a, a it looks. <laughs> It looks like a nice Pepto-Bismol pink. And the waters turn that color? Yes, it's I, beautiful. Was there any science that explained that? Or is it just someone had to solve some diarrhea real fast and so, they uh, overdid it? <laughs> they, so originally, they thought that it was like the, an algae that was ballooning. They no. tested it, and okay. it's not. Okay, good, because pink algae is very concerning. That's like a, I think that's in the Bible as one of the signs of the apocalypse. So I'm glad. No, of course not. Uh, Usually I'm the gullible one. Uh, I don't know the Bible. Oh, that's fair. It's in Revelations somewhere, I'm sure. Oh, Revelations. That's a song by Kim Petras. Yes, and I think predating Kim Petras, it may be a book in the Bible as well. But I mean, who's who can say? But so have they solved it? Have they solved the Pepto problem? They have not <laughs> solved it, but they are telling people not to touch the water. Well, because you might get what? Indigestion, diarrhea. What's the dance? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Indigestion, diarrhea. I said stuff. No. Indigestion, heartburn. 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 Indigestion. Upset stomach, diarrhea. There we go. Oh my goodness. Up the wall with diarrhea. Only the really important stories on the Gay Up Comedy Podcast, of course. Uh, But here's headline number two is NASA reveals that astronauts may be able to make cement using their own pee. Now, I'm not a scientist, nor an astronaut. No, Uh, I can... Nor nor am I into water sports. However, I feel like it's just liquid with the dirt. Liquid and sand. and But I guess the idea is that if you're on the moon, there's not much water around. So it's like, oh, where do we get the water to make this cement that we want to make? It's like, oh, well, I just had a couple drinks last night. I really got to go. So maybe that <laughs> would solve it. All I know is like, I don't want to walk into a building made of this and be like, why does everything smell like asparagus? Right? I was, I was just thinking that. Like, would the cement hold the smell of the urine? I'm going to say yes. Although, I mean, there's no oxygen on the moon, so I guess you can't smell anything anyways. Or can you? I don't know. Can you smell in a vacuum? I don't know. Well, no. Yeah, no. I guess no. Well, there's nothing to smell if there's a vacuum. No. Be and sucking all the oxygen out of your body. So it, I guess it, like, visit the moon, sponsored by Febreze. <laughs> That's a great idea. You know what? I bet you that International Space Station reeks something fierce. Who's been in there to clean it? <laughs> I, okay, so I have a, I have a cleaning person that's supposed to come in once a month to do the things I don't want to do. And like, I'm not rich. Okay. But, uh, I, I feel very lucky to have this cleaning person, but she's been on vacation for two months. I'm feeling it. So that space station hasn't had anyone cleaning it. in like, what I wanted to go up into space. You're asking the wrong person. Yeah, I sure. But you know what? Bet you anything. The Russians aren't cleaning it. Well, here's that's a hot take. Maybe, maybe your cleaning person is actually at the international space station right now. Cleaning. No, she's in Portugal. Well, so she said. So she says. Um, okay, I'll ask Maria. And yes, my cleaning person's name <laughs> is Maria. But I'll ask her when she comes back. So you know, people say that people that are specifically women who are mm-hmm. do domestic cleaning for people, they don't. No one gives their real name. They all just say their name is Maria as a thing. 
Uh, and I, I know why. I don't want to talk about it. Tax purposes? Well, <laughs> I think that... Yeah, I think you're getting there with that. Okay. okay. <laughs> my name, my when I do comedy, my name's Maria. <laughs> <laughs> yes, every time I get paid, it's just a, make it to Maria. Yes, make the checkout to Maria. I have a special account in Portugal. So, so okay. The next thing that I want to talk about, very interesting fact. I didn't know this since the 15th century. Which, by the way, I don't even know when that was. So the 15th century. I mean, uh-huh. here's another quick fact. 15th century means the 1400s. But go on. Okay, and we're in the 20... We're in the 21st century. 21st century. Okay, okay. So, yes, a long-ass time ago, Scotland named the unicorn as their national animal. I'm sorry, say that again? Which animal? Scotland. No, I'm, but what? a unicorn? A unicorn, yes. <sighs> See, this is why England won't let them rule themselves. <laughs> I, they are unhinged. Well, I mean, I mean, fair play to stick with an animal that is questioned to never have existed as your national animal i mean great news though you, like always it's illegal to hunt your national animal so i they have no worries in that, in that <laughs> is department. it illegal to hunt no for sure it is isn't it what's our national uh, our, our national animal it's oh, a beaver yeah. well ours is the beaver i mean you, you can hunt beavers yeah, well they're not okay maybe it's more endangered because so often national animals are also endangered bald eagle absolutely illegal to kill a bald eagle but yes. they're also endangered and I have two that, that fly by my place. Oh, it's also, I think it's illegal to kill a Canada goose in Canada, isn't it? I mean, they sh- that's why there's so many of them, I think. I don't know. I've I, only hunted for partridge. Oh, really? You hunted? But no, so, seriously, so unicorn is there? It, it is. Um, and, and it's chosen because of its association with dominance and chivalry, as well as purity and innocence in the Gaelic mythology. I mean, chivalry is dead, so I guess it makes sense that unicorns don't exist <laughs> well well did chival did chivalry ever exist uh i mean in it's in, in an official form yes it was very like i give you my token maiden please give me a token before i fight this person and like it's very gendered so maybe that's why we're not into it as much anymore right but yeah no chivalry was a thing i mean i still open doors i'm like oh that's someone's like that's very yeah. chivalrous yeah. of you i do that too oh, only gay men open doors for people anymore. well it's the unicorn yeah well we're also unicorns i never looked at scotland as being the gayest country in the world okay yes this is a good point that is you unicorn could, yeah you could make the argument that the national animal of scotland officially make Scotland the gayest country in the world. I don't know. I mean, Ireland's really big on their rainbows and their pot of gold at the end. So, oh my God. So maybe the whole Celtic, you know, yes. when you go back in history, it's all it's all gay. Gaelic? Oh, God. Oh, my God. We, oh, we have okay, to stop we've there. we've cracked the code. Yeah. <laughs> we've cracked the code. We've cracked the code. All right. Our next super gay, really stupid topic is TikTok creators have recently popularized the term Delulu as a form of personal inspiration. Dylan, are you Delulu? Uh, Yes, I buy into this so much. And here's the thing. I'm at a level of Delulu where I recognize that I am Delulu, so I haven't unlocked the proper level of Delulu. Okay, I think now there might be some people at home that need to be like, what the fuck is Delulu? (laughs) So delusional, but it's a term that the Gen Zs and the TikTokers are like, Delulu, as a form of like manifesting their future. 
So basically, I mean, I def- I can look back on before Delulu even was a thing. I was like, oh yeah, when I was younger, I was quite Delulu. I thought I was going to make something of myself. And <laughs> here I am today. Uh, and still Delulu. If, if you're in comedy or in any form of entertainment business, especially as an independent person pushing yourself, you have to be, you got to you got to drink your own Kool-Aid, yes. so to speak. So you have drank in your own Delulu Kool-Aid. I, I always tell people that imagine being a, a comedian who not only thinks that what they have to say is so important and so relevant that people are going to show up, but they're also going to pay money. That is a, a level of delusion for sure, because we are one man show. Yeah. Like, like we are the, the or product. one person shows one person, one person. Mm-hmm. Fair, fair enough. I'll, shout out to our non-binary listeners. The one unicorn show. And we think that people are going to give their hard earned money. We're that delusional. Well, no, I'm, I'm just hopeful. <laughs> the, the, you see, the other side of Delulu, when you get a bit older, is just like crippling anxiety afterwards, I think. Like, like, I can do it. And then you're like, I can't do it. That's often where I go back and forth from. Yes. But living in a state of delusion is very freeing. And it allows people to, like, this is the manifestation technique. So are there any statistics, though, behind like how successful being Delulu is? Like, I, I mean, my personal s- statistic was... Oh yeah, I'm gonna become you know the big famous something or other, and then it's like, oh wait, I'm queer. Oops, uh, mm-hmm. so that sort of killed some of my Delulu juju. Delulu oh, juju. That's a, I'm, oh copyright. Okay, I love that. But I think I'm seriously running low on the Delulu juju personally. How, what level of juju in your Delulu do you have? So my 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 Delulu juju is increasing, but again, I'm I'm not at the level where I've like completely unlocked from reality, which is where I want to be and where I need to be. Yeah, you need a certain amount of money to do that. No, no, no. Okay, go on. No money needed. No followers. No money. No success. No, there are people. We know people who walk around and they have a thought in their mind that they are the funniest person. They are the most followed person. They are the most relevant person. That's all delusion. I want to live in that state. I want to be that delusional walking down the street where I think I am Beyonce. Oh my, I think I have imposter Delulu. Is that it? Yeah. Like I'll go out and I'll be like, hey, look at me. I'm, I'm trying as in like in behind the scenes. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I have to. Like I'm like, I'm yeah. so not that person in my private life. And I just, and I tend to beat myself up. I think, you know, I think a lot of, people that work in entertainment or just in general life, you do what you got to do during the day. Mm-hmm. And then at home after you take stock and I, you know, I personally am quite hard on myself, but I, I think I do fluctuate. I don't, if you're half Delulu, half bedridden with anxiety that I think the word for that is bipolar. <laughs> but <laughs> well, the, the problem is the, the applause stops after we leave the stage. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. Yeah. So, so nobody applauds, nobody applauds you for, for going and getting groceries and stuff like that. So that's a downside of of being an entertainer is that when, when we're just regular people doing regular things, we're actually regular people and we're doing regular things. And that's a, a, a horrible, disgusting thought. Oh, I feel that. I, okay. So I don't know why I do this, but something I do, I smoke a big joint and then I go shopping at a department store. It, which is a bad idea, uh-huh. uh, first of all. But I did that the other day, and I, I remember I was I had I was like, oh boy, I'm higher than I thought. I hope I don't bump into somebody, and then immediately bump into some comedian I know, and just absolutely completely fall apart. I don't know why I'm saying this now. Uh, I was delusional in thinking that it's a good idea <laughs> to go shopping high, but you know, being delusional, I guess, <laughs> is a kind of high. So that's today's stupid headlines.
All right. Okay. So up next in our next segment, we oh this is we we did this last time and and uh, it worked with uh, middling success, but we're gonna try it again today. We are playing gay or nay. Oh. So, gay or nay, to explain to the folks at home, this time I'm going to be playing, and Dylan's just going to say 10 random things to me, rapid fire, and I have to decide in that moment whether it's gay or nay. And then afterwards, we we dissect it and see what that leads to in my psyche or what that tells people about me. So, uh, are you ready? Oh, I'm sort of excited. You are you ready? Things. I'm ready. Let's play. Okay. Okay. This is good. Old people. Nay. Cloth napkins. Gay. Warehouse workers. Nay. Buying groceries. Gay. Driving. Gay. Memoirs. Gay. Cartoons. Gay. Department stores. Gay. Leather boots. I want them to be gay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then they shall be gay. Okay, I guess that's gay. Psychics. Gay. Okay. All right. Wow, I think that was nine out of ten that was gays. Eight. Eight. Okay, eight. Yep. Okay, let's go through it. Okay. Let's see why I thought old, it. Why do you not find old people gay? I don't know, like, as someone who is, I, has indulged in maybe a little bit of cosmetic enhancement, I don't believe in aging. So, like, I don't think old people think of themselves as old people. And as someone who, honestly, if someone actually does call me a queer elder, I will slap you in the face. Uh, <laughs> and, like, wearing a whole bunch of rings at the same time. But, no, not, growing old isn't gay. It's just... It just is. But I think old people themselves, they're so... They're, they're demanding. <laughs> they no longer give a fuck. Uh, I mean, that's a good point. So a lot of gay people They're give a sassy. fuck. Yeah, the ones on TV. I Meet my dad. You'll meet a non-sassy old person. Like, <laughs> I just like everything being nice and peaceful, Robert. <laughs> just nice and peaceful. So all to right, me, that's not right. gay. All right. All right. Cloth napkins. Gay. Oh, well, I mean, come on. If you're straight, you're using your shirt. So... <laughs> So, of course, using a cloth now, like trying to get someone to just use a napkin is hard right. enough. Right. I mean, it's like, oh, my gosh, your nose is running. Use a napkin. Yeah. I don't know who I hang out with that's like this, but they're all straight. Yes. And but they're no using an actual cloth. And we're like, oh, the napkin. embroidered, embroidered. Yeah. So it's, gay. it's gay. It's so gay. Gay. OK, so you're in agreement so with that gay. one. Warehouse workers, not gay. Warehouse workers. I'm no, they're not. I mean, probably more and more if you're minimum wage at an Amazon warehouse, maybe. Because, you know, as gay folks, uh, they love giving us the minimum wage jobs. What about, like, you know, in the old-time movies where it's, like, so sweaty and they have their shirts off and they're all dancing in unison? Oh, okay. So you mean more like a factory worker then? Like, like they're working up a sort of, like, oh, I'm working in the steel mill. Oh, yeah, take off the shirt. Oh, keep (laughs) moving things down the line. Yeah, I guess, I mean, that's... I was just thinking nowadays, I don't think of warehouses as gay. And... I think the people at the warehouse form a union. That would be pretty gay. In a good that way. is. That is. Yeah. I mean, that's basically a girl group right there. Mm-hmm. Buying groceries, gay. If you're buying them yourself, absolutely. Okay. I okay. If you enjoy buying groceries, mm. that's mm. gay. And I love going grocery shopping. I absolutely love it. Yeah. Uh, so we record this on a Wednesday most of the times. Wednesday is my day. It's my day. It's I open up the flip. It's my no. Well, it's one of my two grocery days. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, I go into the flip app and I see what's on sale today. That's uh-huh. ending, and then what's on sale tomorrow. That's starting, and I plan everything around that. Because in two oh. days, that's two days of sales. Yep. So I think I've just proven that being excited about groceries is in fact gay. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I can see it. Okay. Case closed on that. Driving one. gay. I think driving is pretty gay. Yeah, getting yourself somewhere as quickly as possible, as opposed to, you know, taking the TTC or walking. Of course, walking, if it's very fast, 
also gay. Yes. So any yes. form of transportation that is fast, I think, is gay because not on transit, avoiding homophobia, driving a car, mwah, chef's kiss, make it gay. Okay. Uh, and the music. I mean, that's... Oh, yeah, you can listen to whatever music yes. you want instead of, you know, that asshole on the TTC listening to something that's horrible. Yes, yes. Memoirs. Gay. Yeah, I think if anyone wants to be that self-indulgent and write a memoir, that's pretty gay. Yeah. I think so. I, like... I won't be putting out a memoir anytime soon because I'm a horribly private person outside of all of the things <laughs> I tell people about myself. So you also have to have something of merit to share if you're writing a memoir. Well, I think a memoir is unlocking another level of Delulu. Yeah, a good point. And it's also settling scores, usually. You're setting yes. a score. Yes. Like, when you look like Barbara Streisand's memoir that just came out, mm-hmm. Britney Spears' mm-hmm. memoir that just came out, just delivering, like, it's time to settle the score. Yep. I'm all about settling scores. And honestly, I have about, like, five grudges that are long-term going. Like, I'm ten. I'm still 10 years away from enacting the first revenge on this person that I want. And, and honestly, no one needs to worry. You're all fine if you're a friend of mine or an enemy. But one day, one of you will pay dearly. <laughs> so yeah, it's I'm, gay. Maybe it'll be a memoir. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to this. Okay, cartoons, gay. Well, yeah. In a good way, of course. Like, yeah. Like, you know, cartoons are for kids. Cartoons for adults. Some people might say, well, that's pretty gay. Uh, that, and they, they might use it as a pejorative, obviously. But no, gay in a good way because they're colorful. They're amazing. Usually everyone in a cartoon seems to be on the right side of history most of the time. Because it's all usually about like, you know, let's the yeah. morals are important. Being nice to people is important. Even oh. even the Christian cartoons, the VeggieTales Oh, yeah. I forgot that vegetables are Christian. Yes, they're so nice. I'm going to remember that next time I have a carrot. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Department store is gay. Yeah. Well, I worked at a department store for almost amount of years. So, and honestly, it's gay. Usually the person, like about 50% of the time, the person helping you is gay. Yes. If you want really good advice about your fashion, going to a department store, you want to find the gay person. Now, is what's gayer, a boutique or a department store? Well, I think you just answered your own question just by saying it out loud. Well, that's a, a boutique, of course. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Leather boots. You wanted them to be gay. I want them. I mean, a lot of people will disagree and say, oh, leather boots are for cowboys. You got to go on the ranch. You got to work them out. It's like, no, you got to wear them to the Black Eagle on Saturday night. <laughs> Saturday night at the Black Eagle, you'll be wearing nothing but your boots by the end of the day. What? And I do mean day because you were there all night. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Now, psychics, I couldn't agree with you more. Gay. Absolutely. So gay. I mean, Lady Cleo would probably, when I see her and have listened to her, I think, I don't know that she supports gay people, but... Uh, I don't think she would. Do You don't think she would support gay people? Or, no. or have, you don't think she'd have a thing against gay people? No, I don't, I, don't think, I, I don't think she'd be a supporter. No, neither do I. Yeah. So, I mean, I wouldn't go to Lady Cleo for my psychic advice, but I'd go to a... Who is that other guy that would be like, oh, I'm talking to your dead relative like right now, the guy. Michael something, or I don't know, his name was something. There's a couple that, I mean, look at Teresa Caputo. Hello. Okay, yeah. That's a fucking drag queen right there. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, I mean, so my instincts, I was psychic and knew that being psychic was gay. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. Folks, that's been gay or nay. Yay. And now for our final segment, today's big debate. So, we want to discuss who's the bigger gay icon, Cher or Mariah. Mm-hmm. Of course, anyone who knows me knows that I will be arguing on the side of Cher for this debate. And Dylan, you are arguing in favor of the gayest, the gayest diva alive. 
Mariah Carey. I'll let you go first. Okay. Okay. Tell so, me why. Give me an argument. Okay. There's so one. She calls her outfits ensembles. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's so gay. Okay. Like the, okay, so this isn't a game of gay or nay right now. I need to really know why Mariah Carey is the gay icon that she is. So uh, I'll I'm gonna let you go again because I feel like you I feel like ensemble. Cher, where's Bob Mackie? <laughs> I'm sorry, your en- ensemble does not hold up to Bob Mackie. Glitter and all the things. What sequins? I, a sequins dress. You know, like all the things that he has. All the frill. All the fringe. Uh huh. Cher is synonymous with Bob Mackie. Bob Mackie, also a gay designer, exclusively Cher's designer for many, many years. So in that respect, I do think that Cher is a bit more iconic. I mean, how many outfits people out there can you think of when you think of Mariah Carey that isn't just her in a Santa Claus outfit? Meanwhile, Cher, you're like the Oscars look in the 1980s, turn back time. I mean, to a lesser extent, believe, because you just remember that she had like weird sparks coming out of her head. Where's the, where's Mariah's iconic outfits that I remember besides her being in a freaking Santa Claus outfit? I'm so happy you brought that up. <laughs> Go on. If you recall, she had a crop top that said that had a rainbow on it with her jeans where she cut out the belt and of yes. the jeans and they were opened. Was that for the film Glitter? No, this was, <laughs> how dare you bring that up? I know. This was before Glitter. And by the way, she has an album and a movie called Glitter. Yeah, that's that bomb because none of the gays went to it. They were... Wait a minute, how much did Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again, which had share in it for all of 10 minutes make? $300 million at the domestic box office. And Glitter? Glitter ruined Mariah's career for a decade no i mean share share's career was ru- ruined for a decade too but um the gays brought her back i'm just saying it wasn't it, it wasn't ruined for, it wasn't ruined for a decade it was ruined for by the way she went through a mental breakdown and she called it a diva fit she said she said i didn't have a mental breakdown i had a diva fit that's really gay iconic and gay gay icon and she came right back with Emancipation of Mimi. That was in 2005. So this, uh, th- we're talking, we're talking at most four years. Okay, fair enough. And of course, no, no, I'm, no, I'm, I am on the side of Cher. I don't know why I keep saying fair enough to you for that. You don't deserve anything for that. So Cher did, in fact, disappear for about a decade. Mm-hmm. Uh, she did that horrible infomercial. If you remember, I, I don't even remember what it was for. She did. It was for like a hair product or something. Oh yeah, and. It's made made fun of on SNL, but as everyone at home probably knows, there's nothing gays love more than a comeback story. And while you want to say that Mariah had the comeback story after four years, Cher disappeared for like eight years and came back with her biggest number one hit, Believe, and then she's been popular ever since again. And people, like, it's undeniable. She has the longevity, which she's done the plastic surgery, which of course, as gays, we all identify with, with that. And wanting to look as good as possible. I'm I might be personally biased. But no, Cher has released album like six decades of number one hits in each decade. Mar- Mariah's been around for what? Three decades as a human, even? Like how old is she? I don't even know how old Mariah is. She's in her fifties. Is she? Late forties, fifties. But oh. you know what? She doesn't have birthdays. She has anniversaries. Because she yeah. doesn't look at time. Cher invented time. Well, she turns it back. She, she and she's I know she's she is taking a piece of the Mariah pie. 
because she is coming for Christmas this year. She's not going to have it next year, but I believe that Cher gets Christmas this year. Cher does, Cher does absolutely not get Christmas, and it is very generous of you to say she gets a piece. She is getting no more than a crumb. No, Cher's level of Delulu is like at a gay level where she's like, no, it's mom this year, bitch. That's what she's doing. I think that Mariah's level of delusion is higher than anybody possible. Well, I, mean, I will agree with that, but that's not the debate. I mean, being Delulu is a bit gay. But... I think that's very gay. Yeah. She has she has glam moments on stage. On stage, she brings out her gaze and they okay. powder her. That's fine. That's great. So, mm-hmm. you've been to a Mariah concert? Yes. Have you been to a Cher concert? Uh, just answer honestly. I'm too young. Oh, you fucking bitch. Dylan is ageist. I just want everyone at home to know. <laughs> Uh, behind the scenes, he's actually even worse than that. You should hear how he abuses me. I know that, and I know that he has a lot of uh, Instagram and TikTok followers that are a bit older than him. I just want you know he is horribly ageist and mean. I, I don't. <laughs> That's so awful of me to say. He's not. Uh, I don't look at right numbers. Kind of I don't. I, I don't look at numbers. Time doesn't exist. Okay, when I said you were a, I said, oh, you're this age. I said a year older than your age, and you got so angry. I do. I do. <laughs> Now we're just devolving into just arguing between <laughs> yeah, no, ourselves. They were personally attacking each other. Listen, I <laughs> that's how passionate we are about Sharon Mariah. I guess I think it's going to have to be up to the to the listeners. Who is gayer? Who is the bigger gay icon? Which, by the way, my last point: Mariah Carey did L.A. Pride. She did L.A. Pride. She performed two songs three times each. Okay. She had six songs, and there was only actually two songs. She performed two originals and four remixes to those songs in a 50-minute period. That's super gay. You know what? When Mariah is 75 and still going out on tour, I will give her the respect that that deserves. But, I mean, Cher's, Cher's like, doesn't know when to give up. And I think that is that makes her the biggest gay icon of all. She does not know when to give up. Her personal Delulu is is just so fantastic. And she shares her Delulu with everyone. This has become the word of the episode, apparently. Yes. But I think 50 years, when they're both dead... Oh, let's face it. Cher will not be dead. Okay. Cher will not be dead There's in 50 years. There's too many years. preservatives. There's too many... Like, yeah. When they yeah. say 50% new material, they're not talking about her <laughs> albums. Okay? I've made that joke for about 10 years now. Uh, but... 50 years from now, I will be willing to have this debate with you again. Hopefully, I will also be dead and I won't have to speak to you about this again. (laughs) But yeah, folks at home, if you have something to say about who's the bigger diva, whether it's Mariah or, you know, Cher, uh, let us know what you think. And uh, is is that our debate? Did did I win? No, you. of course you did not win. Damn it. I thought I won. Did you think you won? I know I won. All right. Folks, also, if you have something to say about our personal levels of Delulu, please let us know. (laughs) But folks, that's been our podcast for today. We hope you felt super gay and super awesome. We want you to, you know, find the funny in life. So do that. And folks, always remember to be proud to be gay as fuck. Say goodbye, Dylan. Goodbye. The Gay AF Comedy Podcast is a production of Gay AF Comedy. All songs and sound effects can be found on the YouTube free library because we're cheap. Follow us on Instagram, Stand Up Dylan, and this is Rob Watson. And you can follow Gay AF Comedy at gay underscore AF underscore comedy. 